So I need to replace my income. And let's just say my income is $10,000 a month, right? I need to replace my income with farming activities before I can lay all that other stuff down. How am I going to go about doing that? Well, the way you eat an elephant is one bite at a time. First and foremost, it's not realistic for you to think that you're going to grow $10,000 worth of tomatoes, okay, every, and sell them every month, right? That's not realistic. Again, you want to think with the end in mind, find a target audience that's got a problem, and work your way backwards. So instead of trying to get all of your $10,000 a month out of one cash crop, break that down into smaller pieces. I need 10 things, right, that I can do on farm that are going to solve a specific audience's painful, painful problem that I can reasonably rely on each of those audiences giving me $1,000 a month in exchange for my quality product and service, okay? So that's the way you want to think about it. So for me, my first cash crop is rabbit fertilizer. I still need to do a better job of determining this, this audience. Rabbit fertilizer, my MPK, which is nitrogen, phosphorus, and potassium, my MPK ratio is 2 2.91. And that 2.9 is the phosphorus. So what I need to do, even though rabbit fertilizer in itself is a niche product, I need to find a niche within a niche. A really special group of people who really need phosphorus on their plants and who really don't want to have to compost their fertilizer before applying uh, it to whatever it is that they're growing. So phosphorus, I happen to know, this goes back into research. You have to be good at researching when you're doing this farm business. Phosphorus happens to really do well or people who are growing things that bloom. So if you have something that you have that, that needs, that has a bloom to it, phosphorus is your absolute best friend. So now I need to go figure out who in the gardening or growing community are growing things that have blooms that are very important to them. Well, I probably will work my way backwards and start with like people who are growing roses or, you know, competing and that kind of thing. So I'll need to explore that a little bit more. But that's the thinking process that you want to employ when you're trying to figure out, okay, where is this audience? Who are they? And what is their pain point? They got to have something that they really, really need. And your product has to serve and solve that problem, right? So that's number one. So I've got to figure that out to find my $1,000 from the rabbit fertilizer consistently every month, not just seasonally like I'm doing right now. My second cash crop, soap. So I've already talked to you guys in a previous um, episode about how I'm going to target people who have got skin issues and how I'm not going to get in trouble with the FDA, but I am going to use the research, again, back to that word, use the research that I've already done about their problem, the specific audience. Remember, I'm focusing on specific audiences here that I know that they will put two and two together and realize that, that this product is going to help them solve a problem. So I'm going to be using that methodology for the launching of cash crop number two. Now, cash crop, cash crop number three, I'm really kind of thinking, okay, I've got to think about what infrastructure do I have here? I don't want to have to start something that I got to go you know, invest in a lot of fencing and, you know, you know, livestock guardian dogs. I just don't want to have to deal with something. That's why soap is my second cash crop. It's fairly low inputs when it comes to capital uh, investments, right? So my third cash crop, remember, I'm trying to get to $10,000 a month and I'm doing it what? Little bit by little bit, $1,000 a month at a time. So I'm thinking my third cash crop is probably going to be a protein source. Why? Because people like to eat. Okay. That's one thing that's going to happen. People are going to eat no matter what. 
And since they're going to eat, I need to figure out what I can grow and or raise and that people will consistently buy from me every single month. Well, I'm kind of thinking chickens, but I've got to train my dog to not kill the chickens. I got to build the chicken coop and meet birds and all of these things need space and protection and things like that. Those are probably a little bit more on the way of inputs than I want to deal with right now. So what other protein source could I could I reasonably expect for people to purchase every single month um, in my community? And the thing that comes to mind is catfish and tilapia. So I've already been doing a little bit of the research and people do love a clean source of protein and they like the idea of having, you know, animals that were grown responsibly. Now, I've heard horror stories about farm-raised catfish and farm-raised tilapia, but that has to do with people that aren't taking good care of their tanks and things of that nature. So there are some investments that have to be made in the tanks, in the filtration systems and things like that in order to raise a clean batch of tilapia and as clean as catfish can be. They're like the nastiest fish, but everybody loves it, including myself, I hate to admit. But at any rate, there are steps you can take to make sure that you're growing them in a clean environment where they're not just constantly swimming around in their own stuff, their own poop, right? So that right there is where I'm leaning on cash crop number three, because why? I'm not reinventing the wheel. People are going to eat. I know people eat catfish, even though they're the bottom dwellers and they eat everything else in the, in the, in the rivers and waterways, right? But that's not going to change people from having a, a, a catfish plate, okay? I know people like tilapia because why? People buy tilapia all the time, especially people who are trying to look for alternative meat sources um, versus the things that are injected with the hormones and stuff that they're getting at the grocery store. So I could typically probably find several people to you know get, a, get, get the wait list going, same method that I'm going to be using with the soap, same method I'm going to be using with the rabbit fertilizer. Again, I'm thinking like an entrepreneur. I'm thinking in terms of what is my end goal. I'm trying to get to $10,000 a month, right? And if I'm going to get to $10,000 a month, I've got to have these 10 cash crops that are producing $1,000 a month each, right? And I'm going to take them one by one by one. I'm not expecting, there, there's, it'd be unrealistic for me to expect for one of them to generate that $10,000. Now, we're talking $10,000 in gross revenue, right? So I really want to be making a little bit more than the $1,000 a month for each to account for the expenses that each of them are going, to, are going to require, right? Now, with each of these, I don't know what my margins are yet or what the potential margins are, but I would like for them to be at least 45, 55, 65% margins. And we'll talk about margins in another video because again, we're thinking like business people and margins are words is a word that you use if you're thinking like an entrepreneur and a business person. You need to know your numbers. So when it comes to making $10,000 a month on your farm or in a, from farming products, this is the thought process that you have to do. You have to take one cash crop at a time. First, you have to realize you need more than one cash crop. Then take that one cash crop at a time, find the audience with the pain point that that product solves, put them on a subscription base, find them, get them in your database, and then we'll talk about how to build that database up in the next video. So listen, you've got to get your feet started moving. You can't just hear all this stuff and not get it going. So if you need me to keep you going forward, push you a little bit, I have coaching available to you. Um, just visit outthemudfarm.com and sign up. Super affordable um, for this month, month of September. I am knocking $60 off per month, the regular price of $97. Um, for the first 300 people to sign up or until the end of September. So make sure you take advantage of that. I also am going to help those of you who are super serious about getting started 
in building your farm business in the next six months with me with this soaping. So that class kicks off on September the 12th, so make sure you check that out. And the other piece is the farm meet and greet. Always, always, always make sure you mark your calendar for the last day of the month. We host those. They're completely for free. And you can come in and ask questions about your specific situation or get help in whatever you need. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll talk to you soon. Peace.